Hello, and welcome to The Bear Life with your host, Kalia of Paparoxy.com. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday busy people how to simplify. Hello, hello, and welcome to this life cast. Today we are going to be discussing how your environment affects your mood. And for me, this is such a great topic because I love environments. I love design. I'm obsessed with interiors. And so I wanted to share that with you guys. And I have my good friend, screenwriter, creative, blogger extraordinaire, <laughs> life extraordinaire, oh, my friend Vaughn James. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy as well. <laughs> I'm happy because Vaughn really uh, understands and he gets the importance of your environment on your mood. And what I mean by environment is obviously the things that you can control, such as design or cleanliness or, you know, whether you have candles or not, um, just different, different triggers that promote peace and calming and, you know, the life that you're trying to live. Yeah. And I know for me, it's always been important. I was the girl in undergrad who had this like extravagant room mm. that looked like a home. Like, <laughs> no, I saw these two girls recently on like YouTube or like Facebook or whatever, and oh, they that had was ridiculous. I saw that; that was so great. Oh. They created their door. They turned their dorm room into like this beautiful. It was epic. It was so beautiful, guys, and it reminded me of myself because I did that to my room, and it was actually featured in the school newspaper. Wow, which is oh crazy. God. I made like a canopy, and I had like beautiful like chiffon and lights and. <laughs> It, it was just, like, a whole thing. But I was always aware from a very young age, probably because of my mom, of how important my environment was. And, Vaughn, how does your environment affect your mood? Well, see, I was slightly different, I guess, growing up. You know, I didn't really take too much stock in how my room itself looked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just kind of saw it as a place to sleep. But, you know, gr- growing up and sort of, coming into adulthood and understanding how much um, environment affects mood, um, I've made steps to correct that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I take more um, I take it more personally, you know, how mm-hmm. my room looks, how my, how my place looks, um, you know, the environments that I uh, situate myself in. Even, um, you know, when it's time to sort of go outside and be in nature, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's very much a part of environment and, and controlling your environment. Um, it's important, you know. It, yeah. it, it, it plays such a role in uh, how we how we think, how we act, uh, you know, our, our mood, if we're happy, if we're sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having a peaceful environment, uh, having a stimulating environment when needed, yeah. um, it, it all is so important. And it's all sort of beneficial for uh how we interact in it and how we move through the world yeah and i think one one thing that i i'm really big on again i love design i love putting things in my environment that make me just feel great i love some 
simplicity and I love beautiful things, you know? And yeah. so I, I really see how that impacts me on a day-to-day basis. And a lot of times I think people don't realize how much that impacts them. Yeah. Like we're aware of it when it comes to special occasions. So if you go to a beautiful wedding or if you're going on vacation and you stay in a beautiful hotel room, mm. you're very aware of that. But usually in those happy moments in our life and we have those beautiful experiences with a great environment, we don't realize that that's available to you every day. Yeah, we tend right? to, yeah, we definitely tend to think that <laughs> environments and, and beautiful environments and, and beautiful moods are only available to us on vacation and that yeah. we're not sort of entitled to that in our everyday lives. But I think that's, Huge misconception, you know? Yeah, you deserve to surround yourself by, you know, calming things, things that are going to speak to your spirit, things that are going to just put you in a place where you can be vulnerable at home and, you know, just feel good. And I think that's, you know, if we're out here, we're working hard, we're earning a living for ourselves, that's honestly, that's the least we can do to just show some gratitude uh, to ourselves is to create an environment where we feel okay. Like I can unwind a little, I can let my hair down, take my, take my shoes off and feel really happy, you know, when you walk in. And at the same time too, I mean, I think, you know, conversely, um, it's also, you know, we're talking about environments and we're talking about interiors and things like that. But I also think that, Uh, When we're talking about environments, we're also talking about the people we allow in our lives and the people who sort of occupy that space. You You better talk about it, (laughs) Vaughn. You about to turn this into a whole nother nother podcast. (laughs) You know, but I think the people you allow to sort of occupy space in your interior is just as important as the objects you allow to occupy space in your interior. Because those people, just like those objects, bring with them a certain energy. Oh, yeah. I totally believe that. I mean, I, I'm i very aware of how other people affect my mood, the good and the bad, you know? Yeah. And, and how I can create a mood mm-hmm. in the environment that I have by yeah. what I do in that space, yeah. you know? I had, a, I had a friend recently who was coming over, and, you know, I just sensed that she was going through a tough time in life. And so I was preparing, I was cooking, I was getting my little dinner party ready, guys. And I had some Solange playing, you know, <laughs> I, lo- I love her, some little solo. I had, you know, some <laughs> some good tunes on. And then, you know, for a moment, God kind of stopped me and he said, you need to set the atmosphere. Mm. And I, I knew I had to change and maybe put some worship music on, put some music on that she needed to come into this space and feel like it was okay for her to unwind and let go. Yeah. And it was so insane how just by doing that, when she came, she, she was able to do that. And it was like Mm -hmm. an anticipation of, you know, what she would need in this environment. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, just typically being, being led by the spirit, but being led by, you know, that thing inside of you and understanding what you bring to the environment. Oh yeah. Are you a person that brings, you know, positivity and healing and love? Or are you a person who brings chaos and destruction? Oh, talk about it. Talk about it, mom. (laughs) But, you know, that's so important to be mindful, right? Yeah, Yeah. to be mindful, to be self-aware, you know what I mean? To, to, you know, to be, I think you're really good with, 
you know, setting moods and, 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 you know, setting intentions and all that, all that stuff. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I, I try. Mean, I always feel at peace when I'm around you and when I'm, you know, in your spaces oh. and things like that. So, you know, I think that's a testament to, you know, the, the struggle or, you know what oh, I mean? Or God, just, you know, I'm everything that you're, <laughs> everything that you've done to sort of cultivate, um, what you have and, and, and the spaces you occupy, I think is felt by others when they come into them. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I, that, that truly means a lot. And I'll, I'll tell you why it means a lot in a second, but, um, it means a lot because I honestly feel like one of my purposes on this planet is to create environments for people mm. to feel that love and, you know, just, feel welcome whether it's through food or through just being being around me and so like for you to say that that means so much (laughs) but I mean I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent but I truly believe that again that's that's what I believe my purpose is and I think once you hone in on what your purpose is and it's not a career guy you know maybe it is a career for some people it might be a career I don't want to say that but it's something much bigger in the way that we interact with one another as humans. Yeah. And once you hone in on how you interact with someone else, another human being, and you do that every day, you will be living your purpose Yeah. because you've identified that one thing that no one can take away. Like no one can take that away from me. Oh yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's available to all of us, you know? Um, and we all have that like purpose in our life where if we hone in on it and practice it every day, we'll live a fulfilled life every single day. It's true. Um, but yeah, not to get too much off tangent, but I, I love this topic because, um, your life can, like the quality of your life changes, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, recently I decluttered my space. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, talking about, I mean, decluttered from top to bottom, Mm -hmm. um, threw away things, moved, moved things around, uh, sort of rearranged my life. Um, I mean, and it's, it's so powerful the way it changed the way I go about my daily routines you know what I mean um it had such an impact a profound impact um that you know I just I think it's it's just something to be to be celebrated yeah I think I think it's fantastic and the you know part of me wanting to talk about this topic was to help other people you know maybe if you do have an environment and maybe this is something you might not have been aware of before is how you can, you know, work on yourself to the point where you're changing the atmosphere, you're putting out different energy. And then also you are changing the tangible environment through your design or, you know, removing clutter as Vaughn said. And I think they come hand in hand. I think sometimes when you change your space, you change the interior yeah. Your personality starts to change. Yeah. Likewise, when you start to change your personality or work on your personality, the things you hold dear and maybe the 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 physical environment is going to change based off of your personality alterations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the two, they, they're very close, you know? They are very closely related. I mm-hmm. love the scene. I don't, have you ever seen the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper? No, I haven't. So there's a scene in the movie when he first takes this pill that makes him, like, super smart. So you know how they say we're only using 10% of your brain. Right. And, you mm-hmm. know, so the the pill makes him open up his brain, all of it. Mm. He's super smart, right? Okay. And so he's so much more efficient. Like, he writes this novel in, like, a 
a day or two. <laughs> and But you notice, guys, one of the first things that he does, he was living in a dump, and he realized that it needed to be cleaned. Yeah. So he cleaned everything, you know? And so that was a reflection of what was going on on the inside. Mm-hmm. And his clutter, disorganization, and messiness almost represented the yeah. clutter, disorganization, and messiness that was inside of him. Oh, yeah. I can relate to that. Me, too. <laughs> like, when when my home, I literally come into my house, and it's, like, bright and cheery and loving, and I feel like that's, yeah, that's, that's how, usually how I am. That's how you feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. And so, exactly. but on this podcast, I also want to give you guys a few tips, maybe if you're just getting, you know, custom with the idea of this, or this is something that you struggle with, we just put together a few tips so that you too can create an environment that supports positivity and life-changing things. So the first tip that we have, and Vaughn, you kind of hit on this, but was, it is to remove the clutter. So. So important. So important. (laughs) Oh my God. It's a game changer. It's so what what was the book that you used to remove the clutter? Oh man, um, the life changing magic of tidying up by uh, a Japanese woman by the name of Marie Kondo. Such a good book, guys. I've only read like one chapter, but it changed my life. I read the book, listened to the audiobook, It gave me life. <laughs> so good. I went. Vaughn was telling me about this book, and I was so interested. I was I was going through a little bit of a tumultuous time in my personal life and it was just so right on time I went and watched like 20 YouTube videos guys there's so many YouTube videos about Marie Kondo and her life-changing magic of tidying up but I gutted my entire life (laughs) she did I gutted everything I went from three closets full of clothing two storage bins to one closet and one rack Amazing. What'd you do, Vaughn? I know I know you got it got it going over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I threw away sheep sets, I threw away clothes. Well not threw away, but I donated them obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to either family members or to uh you know, whoever wanted them. You know what I mean? Uh to goodwill. And and the things that were tattered and beaten up I threw away. Um paperwork, I got sh- I shredded paperwork, got rid of stuff. Just realize that you don't have to actually hold on to all of the objects that we hold on to. You know, really hold on to things that spark joy is what the book says. You know, if, if when you touch it, when you look at it, it makes you incandescently happy. You know, you get the butterflies, you feel good about it. You can't wait to put it on. You can't wait to, to sit with it, to lay on it. Keep it. Mm-hmm. If not, get rid of it. You know, and I realize. I realized, too, a lot of things that I had, one, they didn't spark joy. And the second thing that we talked about that was very interesting was that they had sparked joy at one point. At one point, yeah. And they didn't spark joy anymore. Yeah. But I was still holding on to the items because they represented a memory, you know. And, guys, take a picture, throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) Or give it away. But I didn't, I realized, like, when, honestly, it would take me forever to get ready in the morning. Um, and I had so many things. I had just specialty clothes and shoes and all this stuff. And one thing I love that, um, Marie Kondo talks about was, you know, have an image of your mind, in your mind, of the life that you want. 
yeah. in the style that you want. So for me, the big item was clothes because I had too many. And I started to go on Pinterest and Instagram, and I started to get an idea of the woman that I wanted to look like. And that woman was very clean, simple, that looked immaculate. Like, one of my style icons is, um, oh my god, she's from House of Cards, the wife. Oh, Claire. Claire Underwood. Like, she just always looked impeccable, powerful, and so in line with that in my more casual style is probably, like, the the perfect Parisian woman. Like, they talk about the Parisian woman having mm-hmm. the best closet ever. Oh, yeah. And so that's what all my pin boards were, which was kind of completely opposite of where <laughs> <laughs> Like, I had colors, like, sequins, all this stuff, and it's so funny that I I crave this other type of woman that was completely opposite, guys, Mm. but to be honest with you, I really did, because to me, that woman had it together because she was simple, and she knew she didn't have to put on all these things to be beautiful. She just was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, since I've done this for maybe two months now, right? Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, maybe like three months now. Mm-hmm. My closet's completely different. <laughs> oh. I mean, of course it's trendy, though, because everyone's into this neutral, you know. But everything goes together, and yeah. I love that every piece of item sparks joy. Yeah. There, I mean, there really does be, there really does become a sense of ease with, you know, the way you live when you're not surrounded by clutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I recently did my kitchen, because in the book they talk about going... From room to room and, and know, like category item to category, category. yeah, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, so I I had done my clothes, I had done my shoes. I I'm working now on home items. So I recently did my kitchen. I got rid of a lot of dishes that I didn't love or didn't spark joy. And I tell you guys, it brings me so much peace when I go in there and I look at what I have, like the glasses and everything. It's so such a simple thing, but it, it, it really makes me really happy. No, clutter is completely overwhelming. It it sort of shocks the system. It 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 it, it it's like system overload, system yeah. overload. You know what I mean? You're surrounded mm-hmm. by all of this stuff. You have yeah. too much stimuli. Yeah. And it's not normal. No, if you look at nature too, some of the most beautiful landscapes really are very simple. Very simple. Only a couple colors, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple. I love that. So the next tip we had was mindfulness um, in being being on purpose with your environment, mm. uh, being present with that. Yes. You know, what's yes. been your experience? You know, and just I guess creating an environment on purpose. Hmm. Well, I think you have to set intentions for what you want to do, for who you want to be, um, and for how you want things to go. You know, and I think environment is no different. You know, you have to create the space that you want. You know, you have to create the space that you want to live in. You know, that you're going to find peace in. Like, like I said earlier, um, if you're, if the intention for the room is to prompt you to write the next great American novel, then you, that, that room needs to reflect that. It can't be a tranquil space that you're going to fall asleep in. You know, it needs, you need to have a mood board or you need to have notes. You need to have, you know, you have to set the tone, you know. So it's all about, um, you know, creating a space that works for whatever intention uh, you set. I love that. I love that. And, you know, guys, I, I will go back to to 
when you know what your goals are um, in life and you know what even what you're striving for in your personality, maybe you're striving to be a less busy person or you're trying to be a more peaceful person or more present person. Um, those goals can reflect in how you live, you know, there's removing clutter or create, you know, having a color palette in your home that is calming or more simple. I think we don't have to, we can have these tangible displays of what is going on in the inside that are positive, right? Yeah, definitely. And rituals, I think, is an important thing, too. I think, you know, creating rituals that you do in these spaces, you know, is a is another really nice thing that sort of brings uh, peace and serenity and, and, and good energy, you know, to spaces. So what kind of rituals do you do? Um... I like to meditate. I like to do yoga. Um, whether if I'm my, if I'm in my room, I used to hate hate making my bed. I thought it was pointless because I'm going to get back into it anyway. But I found recently that making my bed every day it adds something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's just something special about coming into a clean room every day. Um, I got rid of like any surface that I can pile clothes up on. You know, because uh, I'm that person who I can get lazy and I know that if I have something flat, I'm going to take off my clothes and put it right on that flat surface and never touch it again until I need it. So removing that stuff, being mindful about, being mindful of our habits and what we do and sort of giving ourselves an opportunity to um, know our habits so that we can not get to places that are destructive and bad for us, mm-hmm. you know, so sort of stopping them before they begin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's good. So the last thing we have is making sure that you have um, awareness of what you gravitate towards and in line with that, you know, what sparks joy. Um, and I loved how the um, Marie Kondo book talked about that, but, if you take inventory, like, do you tend to gravitate towards sparkly things, <laughs> you know? Or do you tend to gravitate towards, you know, um, wood, like, textured objects? Um, do you tend to gravitate towards certain quotes? Or, you know, do you tend to gravitate towards certain books, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't fight it, guys. <laughs> Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Not only do not fight it, but hone in on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sink yourself in, go deeper. Yeah. You know, I I realize like I love um, I love white, the color and the textures and the different shades of whites and um, I, I just it's something about it that just really makes me calm and it makes me have joy and mm-hmm. so I surround myself by a lot of it and even in my outfits I have a lot of it because I just it's just very refreshing to me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, and everybody has, like, a different quirky thing or something that they like, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think there's this huge misconception that to be sort of centered and minimal, you have to be, you have, you have to adhere to this particular aesthetic or this particular yeah. style, but being minimal doesn't necessarily mean you have to adhere to any rules. Mm-hmm. It just means that you have to, like you said, take ownership and take inventory of what you have and make sure that you're not 
bringing clutter into your existence. So whether if you can be minimal with a, with a closet full of sparkly things, yeah. but you know it's just a matter of um, do those sparkly things spark joy? Do they make you happy? Do they do they make you at peace with yourself? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's all about like you said, finding things that bring you joy that you love um, that make you happy. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Like, I know I did not get rid of all my sparkly things. (laughs) You know, like, I see some of the minimalist bloggers online. They, like, wear nothing but black, white, and gray. And they have all green plants around them. And it's, like, everyone's kind of, like, going for the same aesthetic. And I think that's, like, there's a space for that. But you don't want to lose your authenticity in the minimalism. And so if you love the color red or blue or whatever color you like and you just want to have more of that, then yeah. do that. Yeah. You know, she actually in the book, it encourages that. Yeah, and definitely. Individuality. If you're a cowboy and you want to be a minimalist cowboy, be a minimalist cowboy. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I just, I just love this idea of having, having less. Like, yeah. I feel like I derive so much more joy from my yeah. life now you appreciate with things less more. things, yeah. you know? Yeah, when we're surrounded by things, 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 we don't appreciate things, things, things. You know, we, we take things for granted. For sure, for sure. Well, I'm just going to recap some of our points here because I think they're awesome. I think a lot of people are going to get, you know, some ideas from them. And the first point is to remove all the clutter. Get rid that, of it. That includes people, guys, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Marie Kondo, your friends list. Yes, yes. Marie Kondo, eh? you know, sometimes you just got to remove the friends that don't spark joy, right? <laughs> Um, the second one was be mindful about the purpose of your environment. And so we talked about, you know, just having an image or a goal for what you want your life to look like. Um, an awareness of what you gravitate towards. Lean into those items that spark joy. You know, start a new adventure with that. Well, thank you so much, Fawn, for coming to talk about this. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I hope that you guys, um, can find a a more simpler and fulfilling life in your environment and realize that you do, you know, change the energy and your innards, your insides can reflect outside. And vice versa. Yes. Yes, totally. Well, thank you guys for listening. Take care. I've learned that there's no specific formula for how to create a simple, beautiful life. It's about being authentic to who you truly are drawing inspiration from those around you, letting go of the guilt and clutter, and creating authentic guidelines for keeping it all together. This place will give you the inspiration you need to recreate the life of your dreams. Make sure you stay in the know by heading over to paparoxy.com to subscribe.